Hi friends, welcome again to the podcast home. It is I, Annabelle, and in this episode I will be interviewing my mother, aka my merm, as I call her affectionately. Throughout this episode, she will be talking about her journey coming to Canada and coming into her own. So, I'm sure just listening to this, the themes of citizenship, the themes of grappling with one's identity, as well as grappling with the future, those are all present themes that will be coming up. And wow, I'm just going to let her take it away because she knows best her own story. So. Let's hear it. Hello, um, my name is uh, Ghani De Jesus, and um, I have three children, and uh, I'm 60 years old, and uh, I'm living here. We are living in Bowmanville, Ontario. Um, Maybe tell me about how social distancing has been so far. Has it been nice spending time? It's all right. Social distancing Mm -hmm. is uh, very shocking, especially if you go to a grocery store because the cash register all have those uh, plastic uh, barrier in front of them, which is nice for their protection. How have you been spending your time? Inside. Inside, because today is Friday, which is Good Friday, and as a devout Catholic, Catholic, I am watching a lot of um, uh, events or Catholic events on uh, YouTube because we cannot go to church, which is very sad, but it's okay. Uh, the church wants to be in um, the church wants to follow the government uh, protocol mm-hmm. which is for the good of everybody but even we cannot go to church we can still uh, connect with the church through prayers and through watching um, uh, masses, adorations, or rosaries on YouTube. And for St. Therese, we also have, um, what do you call that? We do the rosary every day through uh, Zoom. Mm -hmm. So I'm connected with my friends and with the priests and everybody through internet. I think without this COVID-19, I would be able to experience uh, praying with friends over the internet. It's the new thing for me. So I'm so excited. And uh, what else? You're gardening. Okay. I have to let you know that, you know, my (laughs) favorite hobby is gardening. I can stay outside all day. It's my passion, actually. It's really my passion. You know, when it's your passion, you don't feel hungry doing it. So that's me. (laughs) You're so giggly. Alrighty, well, now that we've kind of gotten to know more about you, you maybe, yeah, let's get into some of these interesting questions. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Is it recording? Okay. 
I came to Canada in 1986, November 24, 1986, from Hong Kong. I was already in Hong Kong before I came here. What made me come to Canada is I've heard that there's a lot of... Uh, Opportunity. opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunities here in Canada. So, and a lot of my friends from Hong Kong were already here at that time. Well, a few because when I went to Hong Kong, there was not that many Filipinos yet. Uh, What were you doing in Hong Kong? Oh, I was a nanny. Mm. I took care of newborn babies. Can you imagine that? Anyway, I came here to to improve my my um, my life mm. and to help my family because at that time I was still helping my families back home mm. because my brothers and sisters were still very young. Can you tell us? They're more not about... that. They're not that young, but they were young. Mm. Like high school and elementaries, and I'm from a big family. Yeah, tell us about how big, how big. We are eight kids, mm. and at that time, when I went to Hong Kong, we lost our parents at a very early age. I was 13 when our mother passed away, and I was 21 when our father passed away. So, as an older kid, I was thinking of my brothers and sisters and. Uh, How are we going to to live if we just stayed home? So I decided to go overseas mm. to work because you cannot get a job in the Philippines unless you have a very good connection. Mm. Anyway, I went to Hong Kong, and after a few years, I stayed there for almost six years. So in 1986, I came to Canada. Through Hong Kong, now in Hong Kong we have to go for an interview at the Canadian Embassy. Mm. When you pick up your your visa, you know they will stamp your passport that your you everything is done. It was very fast for me to apply because of my experience taking care of young babies in Hong Kong. It's so easy to come here to Canada if you have that background because there were so many who who were looking for nannies to take care of their children, like very young children, because they go back to work, right? Mm. So I came here, and there's something I it I really did not forget when I went for my visa to get to pick up my visa. Um, the person at the Canadian Embassy in Hong Kong advised me. She gave me a very very good advice to improve myself. That I just don't need. To work as a nanny only, that I have to go to school, mm. so that I will have a better career. 
right? Mm -hmm. And I always remember that because she was so nice. Anyway, when I came here, it was fall. And from the airport, I saw white powder on the ground and I was so surprised. What were those? And they said that the previous day there was a snow. I said, oh, so this is a snow. Okay. So I went to my employer and um, my accommodation was I have a room and lodging at the basement of their house. A few days after I arrived, I look at the window and all I can see was the snow. And I just realized that I am so far, far from home. I feel so sad. I cried. But then, when the sun came out, it is outside was so beautiful. I went to shovel because I saw the neighborhood shoveling and I went to shovel and I love to shovel like, oh. And my employer said, eat some snow. It's your first snow you have to eat. You have to, you really have to eat, but make sure it's on top of those shrubs. Mm -hmm. Get some of those and eat. She wants me to taste the snow. Oh, it, isn't it so funny? So after that, Every time I met a Filipino who comes to Canada and it's their first winter, I said, taste the snow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to my first employer. They were so nice. I took care of a little baby. And um, because, because the immigration officer told me to go to school, I was looking for a school to go to as a part-time and my employer was so nice. She got me brochure from different schools. So uh, the first, uh, I think it was already spring. In the winter, I did not do anything because I was freezing cold because it is really cold. And if you are new in Canada from a tropical countries, it's just totally different. Your body is not used to cold weather, so I have several layers of clothes even I'm inside the house. <laughs> anyway. Uh, in the spring. In the spring. Yeah. I think that was my first time to go to school. The first thing that you have to do is like English as a second language because our English is totally different when you come here. Actually, now I just realized English in the Philippines when you come here is funny. Do you also think at those English classes you met people who are new to Canada as oh, well? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I met a lot of people from different countries from all over the world. What really surprised me, I was so shocked to see a lot of black people. In the Philippines, you seldom see black. In here, there were so many. Anyway, mm -hmm. I have to adjust. I have to adjust. Uh, but when I went to school, I met some people, refugees from Africa. Mm. But they were so nice and they were so full. They, like they're professionals. Professionals, but they came here because 
I learned that over there, there's war going on and um, very bad human situation. But I never know about those before. You know, my employer explained to me that Canada help people who are being persecuted in their countries. Anyway, so there was a lot of a lot of eye-opening instances to me. So, what I did is I also have to take advantage, right? So I went to school. After my English, I um oh, after my English, I had my transcript evaluated because I forgot um the immigration officer found out that I finished agriculture in the Philippines and she said Canada needs a lot of agriculturists. Uh, I don't know because I came here in Toronto and I don't see any downtown Toronto I cannot see any farm but then out of Toronto there were so many farms and then when I checked the map of Canada, there's so many farming areas in Canada. Ah, when my um, assessment came back, I have to go back to university because my credits doesn't meet the requirement in Canada. And the only school that I can go to if I want to pursue being an agriculturist is University of Guelph. Yeah. yeah, at that time, I said, how can I afford to go to University of Guelph? I was not yet a London immigrant, but at least I have my transcript evaluated. At that time, when I came here in Canada, there's no help for a new immigrant, mm. which is not like now. I can only go to University of Guelph to pursue agriculture. So it's a no for me because I cannot afford. What I did is I went to another, it's like a private school, Herzing Institute in Toronto um, as a part-time student. And I, I start like um, administrative assistant. Okay. Uh, because I was very good in class, I was, oh, my, my instructor said, I'm one of her star. So when somebody was looking for a job, she sent me to three companies mm. for interview. Do you remember which? Yeah. Uh, CMA, CIBC, and uh, Confederation Life of Canada. Wow. It's all in downtown. So I went for an interview. At that time, I was already a lot landed immigrant so I can work outside of my of my um like uh, outside of like nanny yeah it's yeah yeah anyway when I had my open permit I was going to school and at the same time still working for another family but I don't have contract anymore mm. I was doing that going to school and at the same time, I was working part-time at the Shoppers Drug Mart mm. for an experience. And, and discount. And discount. Yes. And to meet other people. Anyway, 
Can I say something that is funny? When I was working at Shoppers, you know what happened? I don't know what happened. Oh, what happened is, I never thought that here in Canada, uh, contraceptive uh, stuff, you can buy them at the at the drugstore. I never saw those before. And I, when I was working, ooh, people were coming to buy those. <laughs> Where were we? I forgot. I went for an interview. Mm-hmm. I was already an open permit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the Hersing Institute, oh, I really love Hersing Institute. They were so helpful. But most of the students are mostly like newcomers in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I went for an interview. Uh, I went for CMA first. And then I went to CIBC. I did not went for the other one, Confederation Life of Canada, because I found out that my boss will be a Filipino. And why did you not go? I don't like to work for a Filipino. Tell me why. Because... He may look down at me because I'm new in Canada. I think anybody could look. And okay. I, CIBC hired me too. Hmm. They want me to go and work for them. But then I found out that there's a lot of Filipinos at the bank, so I didn't like. <laughs> Did you I want choose to? CMA because hmm. my boss was so nice. She is so nice. And uh, there was no Filipino there. Mm. Did you so want to be people's first impression of a Filipino? Do you think that's why you wanted to not work with them? Or also... Oh, you know why I did not like? Mm. When, when uh, you are new here in Canada and you see a Filipino that are already fully established, mm. you are so high pride. Mm. Because you know they they you are uh you come here as a domestic helper, especially on the weekend when they see you on the subway carrying your bag for the weekend, they look down on you. So at that time, so I don't like that. I, I it was my first impression to Filipinos and also my friends who came here first than me, earlier than me, they said that. That Filipinos here look down on those nannies that were coming. But anyway, I said to myself, it's fine, I don't care. It's just like it's like they serve as my motivation to also improve myself so that I will be just like them, fully settled, but I won't look down on any domestic helpers that will come to Canada, Filipino or not Filipino, mm-hmm. you know because we are all the same. I said to myself that we are all here because we want to improve our life. Mm. If they have a good life in the Philippines, why bother coming here? Mm. Yeah. Yes, tell us. You were... So I went mm-hmm. to work at the office. And which one did you choose? I, I just certified management accountants of Ontario. Ooh. It's a small company, but very it's like a very family-oriented, which is nice. And I got a very good position because I was the secretary of the manager for the executive office. And I was the only Filipino there. And it's so funny because 
you know, I went to work every day, I don't play around, I um, I dress appropriately, I was very hardworking, I'm always at my chair, and if somebody needs help, I always say yes, you know, those kinds of things, so everybody mm-hmm. liked me. Okay, okay, so while I was working, uh, there's a lot of stuff that were put in front of me, like only, not only like working the best of your ability, but at work, they will advise you to invest your money. Not You have to look at the future, not only in the present. Although at that time, it's like a sacrifice because you don't need to give your money to your family all the time. Just like, I think that's a lot. That's what a lot of Filipinos are doing. That's why they cannot improve themselves here because everything is sent to not only immediate family but relatives, friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because we are too nice. We it would be nice to as an advice to new immigrants to invest their money here, not in the Philippines, because who's going to help you if you need uh, something here? Nobody. Mm. Nobody. They cannot help you. They are far. Mm. So, um, I worked for this company for 27 and a half years until there was a merger and uh, I was let go two years after merger. And because due to an unforeseeable circumstances, I, uh, after I was let go, I did not go back to work because I have to stay home for my children. Fortunately, I was offered a part-time job, mm. which is nice. And it's also my one of my favorite stuff to do, which is cooking. Mm. So a daycare hired me to cook for kids. Mm. And it was also the daycare that we all went to, yeah. we being your children. The kids uh, went to this daycare, which is nice, and it's very near the house, and it's only uh, five hours a day. But it's nice to go out and to do my favorite thing to do, cooking mm. and with children. So I'm having a great time. Mm. I miss them, actually. But I hope they will open. We will go back again soon after this uh, Mm. COVID-19 epidemic. So that, my friends, is my mom, my loving mom. It was so lovely to engage in a conversation not only with her, but about her. Um, In this next clip, I just asked her about an experience in which she was grappling with the theme of citizenship. And this is kind of the clip that will close off her episode. So let's hear it. Um, I remember one time I stopped over in Hawaii uh, with my Canadian passport. But because I'm Filipino, when they saw your passport, even you're a Filipino, they said you're Canadian. Mm. As like 
you know those at the airport of officer at the airport they said oh there's a canadian here so they didn't even tell i'm a filipino do you feel you like see? the more you became canadian the less you feel filipino or? oh no mm-hmm. no i will always be a filipino mm. you know because it's where i came from and uh, Families are still there, and there's a lot of happy and sad memories that I have over there. That no matter what, Philippines will always be my my root country. Mm-hmm.